Welcome to another episode of the Patient Convert Podcast. Today, we are talking all about top local SEO strategies. So I have a guest host joining me today. You guys have heard him. This is Justin Knott, my partner in life, my partner in business, and of course, our digital marketing genius. Hey, everybody. Great to be on the show today. Yeah, Justin. So uh, let's dive right in. Um, first, let's talk about the importance really quick. How important is it for localized SEO for these physicians and practices? It's super critical because in this space that we're in, um, unlike a lot of, say, e-commerce, those kind of things, um, really that 15 to 20 mile radius around your practice or, or hospital locations, those things are really what matter most because Outside of some outlayers where patients say like MD Anderson or something like that will travel from all over the country. Most of the time when you're talking about individual practices that may be listening, most patients aren't going to be willing to commute more than 30 to 45 minutes um, for, again, the bulk majority of your patients. So it's really, really critical that with our SEO strategy, we're hyper-focused on that 20 to 30 mile radius around the practice and winning those search battles versus trying to win regional or national search battles. Those are more important to those individual practices listening today. So it's, it's very, very critical and, and is the most important part of your overall SEO strategy. So where does this all start? Well, I think as we've probably heard me say a lot of different times between video and other podcasts, it starts with your website. That's mm -hmm. really the baseline or the foundation for kind of all of your SEO components. And it still rings true with localized SEO. There's things that are more important than most SEO strategies offline when it comes to localized SEO that we'll be talking about today, like your listings and your reviews and those things that are not directly on your website. Yeah. But it, it still is the most important ranking factor is the structures of your website and how they're influencing localized search, your Google My Business, all of those kind of things. So your website plays a very critical role. What are the most important pages on your website? Your homepage is very critical, um, especially depending on what market you're in. Uh, you generally do want to have some type of city-specific locator or identifier in your lead title tag on your homepage, as well as in the title tags on your homepage. So your homepage generally gets a lion's share of your organic site traffic. Um, obviously, you want to have active blog posts that are doing that as right. well, but you want to make sure that you have your city. Say, for instance, we're sitting in Atlanta recording this podcast. On our website, if you look at our title tag, we have that type of identifier in our title tag. So you definitely need those city-specific city pages? City-specific. Um, I think city-specific pages are critical. There's not a hard and fast rule on them. The biggest thing you want to keep in mind is if you're a local multi-location practice that you always want to have location pages for each one of your locations. Okay. Don't just put them on the contact page and list them. You really, if you want to rank in each of those subsidies that yeah. you're in, say in a major metropolitan area, you want to make sure that you have a page dedicated to each one of your locations with that Google My Business map, as well as again, those city-specific identifiers in your title tag. So say for Atlanta, if we have a location in Roswell, a suburban area in, in North Atlanta, we would want to have a, a locations, a main locations page, and then a Roswell page with everything dedicated to the Roswell location. So if you're a large pain or orthopedic practice, and let's say you have like 12 or 15 locations, you're saying that each one of those locations should have its own dedicated page and awesome. it should have its own title tag that has like orthopedic surgery center 
Roswell, okay. Orthopedic Surgery Center, Sandy Springs. And then you want your Google My Business, your name, address, phone number information, as well as maybe even your specific team members that are represented at the location. The more robust you can make that page, the better it's also going to perform. Well, besides your website, what else can some of these physicians be doing to help improve their local SEO? Yeah, absolutely. So you're, it really starts with your Google My Business. And I know you just mentioned that too. But. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll actually go back kind of as we kind of talk through these most important things, how they're really all interwoven and kind of talk about your Google My Business is your next and most important thing. Can you tell the listeners really quick? Because I know that sounds silly, but not everyone knows what Google My Business is. Yeah, absolutely. So Google My Business is where you've seen it the most to say you do a search for, in this case, orthopedic surgeon near me or even pizza place near me, it's that those set of map listings that are at the top of Google search. It's got Mm -hmm. the map and then those three, what they call the local three pack. If you click on one of those and it opens up and it has like their, all of their contact information, like their website, their phone number, pictures of the food, all that kind of stuff. That is a Google My Business. It used to be called a Google Knowledge Graph and now it's called Google My Business. And Google gives you full control over claiming that, building it out, optimizing it. And because it's owned by Google, it is probably the most important localized search component off of your website that you need to not only be aware of, but have it claimed, have it optimized and be generating new reviews, which again, we'll get into. But Google My Business is really your most important component. And the things to keep in mind are Google has kind of told us in a roundabout way, kind of in a pie chart scenario of what is the most important things that influence ranking high for those near me searches. So again, orthopedic surgeon near me, those kind of things. And those are your proximity, which you can't really control that. It's the same thing if you type in orthopedic surgeon, I'm in Atlanta, I'm not going to get practices in Denver, Colorado. That's why Google has really become more and more and more hyper-local focused. So proximity obviously is the most important to where your search user is searching and where you're located as far as how well you're going to rank. The next is website relevancy. And that kind of goes back to what we were talking about, why you want to have individual pages on your website. So if you generally do a search and if somebody listening did a search right now for um, hip replacement near me, in those that Google Knowledge Graph search results, you're going to see a pretty two pretty interesting things. You're going to see the people in that three pack. It's either going to say their website mentions hip replacement, and how you get that is again by having service line level pages about hip replacement and covering all those topics. Or they're going to have a snippet of somebody's review from a say a patient that and we've said we've talked about that before, and we've talked about it. And we'll talk about it a little bit more today. Or there's going to be a snippet from a review mentioning hip replacement. It's generally going to be one of those two things. So it goes back to why it's important to get reviews, especially contextually with with your focus keywords. And most importantly, why it's important to have pages on your website for everything that you want to rank for and make sure you cover those topics thoroughly because those are two big ranking factors. So you're saying the best way to improve your rankings is your listings, reviews, and website. Is that correct? Yes. Um, and website being the most important contributing factor to your Google My Business is making sure that you are covering those topics that you want your Google My Business to rank really well for. You have your city specific as well as your major keywords. 
inside of your Google My Business description, and then you're generating new reviews and you're updating your other external listings, both your local level listings, which we'll talk about more, plus the ones that matter the most, like your health grades, your vitals, your uh, WebMD directory, your Yelp, your Facebook, Which all of those kinds of things. Which a lot of physicians are worried about too. I was just on a phone with one the other day asking, what do I do to help my health grades and vitals? Yeah, <laughs> Is absolutely. that different than other review packages? And it, and it is different because those are provider specific. Like you can't right. just go on health grades and put your doctor's office. You have to have a provider who has the doctor's office and one of, as one of their locations But that's why it's so there. important to have a review generation platform with it. Included. Exactly. Yep. And, because and the, if you move locations is, or practices or hospitals, that's something you can take with exactly. you. Exactly. Because healthcare is very unique in that aspect. Maybe lawyers are one of the few other ones that have this set up to where you can't just worry about the brick and mortar practice level. You have to worry about a whole nother level of the provider. So you can win those orthopedic surgeon, internal medicine, doctor, those types of searches because people are searching in two different capacities. They're searching on the provider level. So whether it's by provider name or by their, um, what they have a, a, a degree in and what their pra- the, what type of medicine they're practicing, or they're searching for the practice level. So they can, you can have two scenarios where they're typing, where they're looking for say, primary care practice near me, or they're looking for primary care doctor. And you're right. gonna get two different, very different subsets. One's gonna be more provider focused, one's gonna be more practice focused. And that's why you do want to focus on both of them and not leave the provider's out to dry. And that's realistic, right? For yeah. these oh, physicians yeah. listening, are they like, great, now I have to do double the work? Yeah, or is yeah. it something that, you know, is kind of integrated in the initial localized SEO process? Um, it's an integrated, like most- Without a- taking from one side? Um, it, it, it's a lot of work for sure. I mean, that's that's one of the things that it kind of <laughs> can, can become overwhelming because now we are not just dealing with one, we're dealing with two yeah. and all of these different listings that come with it. But it's the most effective. It is the most effective because providers are outside of, as I mentioned, maybe attorneys, uh, medical providers are really the only other people that you can automatically just go claim a Google My Business listing for. Some other people will naturally get it but you can't just go out and physically like set right. one up and create it, but you can for a doctor. And that's what's very different. So Google so is saying it's, so it's important. important yeah. physicians. Um, you really, really need to be updating your listings, making sure it's all correct. And also I've talked about this with physician liaisons. If these things aren't correct, it makes all these efforts in the field um, just kind of fall flat because yep. you can be driving referrals, you can be driving leads and any information as far as bad or negative reviews. And then of course, wrong or incorrect listings can definitely lose you a referral and really infuriate not only your referring physicians, but the patients that are looking up online to learn more about this physician. Oh, practice, absolutely. And they drove to the wrong practice or hospital. Yeah. Like real life example, uh, without getting into too many specifics, like we you actually were talking to one of our clients just brought on a new high profile provider and they're about to yeah. get started and we're going to go out in the field, um, you and your team are, and start building relationships and making practices either that have been referring to him for years, very aware that he has changed and he's now with our client's practice. Well, as much and as building we can. As best as we can. Um, but the other big thing is before we do that, as you mentioned, is making sure that all of that listings information is 100% correct because the last thing we want is for 
existing patients to be finding him online and going, going to a place to he's not practice. he's not yeah. there anymore. <laughs> so absolutely. again, we're even in real life scenario going through that process right now with a brand new provider that they're onboarding. All right. So we talked about website structure. We talked about Google My Business, the most important ranking factors, and of course, listing reviews in a website. But is there anything that you can do with maybe local organizations or or something to yeah, help improve question. rankings? Yeah, absolutely. And this is I think something that's overlooked and it may be considered a little more, more outside of the box, but it's actually one of the most effective ways to really anchor yourself locally and help improve those city specific level rankings, which is what we're talking about today. And that is backlinks are very critical. I think most people kind of know what a backlink is. A backlink is right. just one website linking to your website. It can be inside a of a blog post. Website. Yeah, quality, um, not link farming or spam, but quality. And of your portfolio of backlinks, what we're talking about today, backlinks from local organizations are one of the most most critical things and, not, and one of the easiest ways to rank better in your city. And some of the great ways to do that is an easy way is join your local chamber. Right. Local chamber has a directory. <laughs> it's a quality. And you get a do follow backlink 99% of the time. It's in your city. So say you join for us the Roswell, like we were talking about the Roswell Chamber of Commerce, and then you become part of their directory. And then they're linking back to your website. So you have a Roswell-based, high domain authority, well-established organization linking back inside of the same city to your website. It's going to really help improve in Google's mind that you're definitely in Roswell and this is definitely what you do. And the other really easy one that honestly people forget about, and because we're always talking about giving back and everything, so it's kind of a it's it's a win all the way around. Yes, we are definitely all about giving back. Sponsoring <laughs> sponsoring local events and organizations. Yeah, it's a great way. Because it's not a hard and fast rule, but most of the time when you sponsor something, they're going to give you recognition on their website or their event page, whatever it is, and link back to your website as a supporting sponsor. It's a very easy way, obviously, without getting into the other major benefits of sponsoring something local, you're giving back, you're supporting your community, you're doing all of those positive things, you're improving your brand right. uh, by doing that. So all of those are wins. But another another subset win that you often don't think about is it gets a local backlink to your website, which is really going to help you improve your local rankings. And it's a super easy way to do it. Yeah, we'll have to talk more about that in a podcast too, kind of the benefits of getting out in the community. Yeah, absolutely. And probably the the last is contributing as a guest on newspaper style websites, essentially local websites that allow content. So for here in Atlanta, you got the Atlanta Journal Constitution, you've got the local patches, you've got a bunch of those yeah. online publications that are super specific to just our city. Yeah. And like the the And we are not alone in that. <laughs> no, in the Atlanta Business Chronicle, yeah. that's owned by I think the USA Today or something. Yeah. So there's one in every single city across exactly. America. So literally you'll they'll have the Austin Business Chronicle, they'll have all of them. So going on and writing opt-ed pieces, writing health-related articles. You can even, a lot of them will even accept, um, uh, they have an events calendar for the city that you can even put open houses and events on. And again, that's another backlink to your there website. There we go, if you guys are doing any open houses. Yeah, it's a great way to promote. People don't think about it. And most of the time the editors are like, yeah, it'll make our calendar look even more robust. Happy to, let's, let's put it on there. So that's another really easy way to, again, gain visibility, improve yourself as a thought leader in your space, get more content out there, but even more importantly, get a really, really quality uh, localized backlink. Well, you did mention reviews earlier, and I know we said during this podcast we would go back to it. 
So I want to kind of ask you a little bit more about when you mentioned reviews, why and what is the best way to get these new reviews? Because physicians, they're looking for new reviews. They want to take back control. So what is the best way? Yeah, absolutely. And before we even go into that, I mean, just really reaffirming the importance of reviews. I mean, in 2020, I think we're going to see this statistic cross 90% where almost nine out of 10 patients are going online and reading reviews either at a provider level or a practice level. And that's level. a huge statistic. It's a massive statistic. So it's essentially like almost guaranteed every time you sit down in front of a patient, whether they've been referred or they found you online, they probably read some reviews either on you or the practice before they walked through guaranteed. the door. Guaranteed. I mean, it's almost guaranteed <laughs> yeah, now. So absolutely. that's just showing the importance of it. So going back to your question as and far as- And keep in mind, physicians are, you know this, are a little bit afraid about patient reviews for sure and the it's a it's it, you just you have to focus on it yeah, nowadays and, exactly. and regardless of if you're disgruntled by it or you've got a bunch of reviews regarding insurance because the patients didn't understand all those things that we've talked about before the reality is it's such an important social proof because of how many people are checking reviews before they book and obviously it contributes to your localized ranking factors which is what we're talking about today so both of those are just so important that you must focus on them the easiest way is obviously you can ask. I think one of the biggest things is getting it into the narrative during the checkout process. The problem is, is it's one more thing to do and one more thing to be forgotten. So I always think it's the best idea to leverage automation and software and technology where possible, because then you can hook into your EMR, which already has all of the existing PHI and contact information on your patients. And it's one less thing to add to your workflow, one less thing for your checkout people to worry about is just start automating that review request process, whether it's over SMS, text message, or over email, or I think it's a good idea to leverage both because some people rely on one or the other. So doing both, but again, I think for long-term success of a review generation program, I think automating that process as much as possible because there's already a thousand things to do inside of a practice, as everybody listening knows. So don't add that as an additional step in your workflow. So that's what I recommend. And I, I think from... Well, what it's about you... taking back control, don't you think? Yeah, and what what do you think as we're talking, because, I mean, you've heard me talk about it, you've talked a lot about it, um, are the most important general kind of platforms that we focus on when generating new reviews um, kind of out of the gate for a practice that may, has not, yeah. may have not done it? Because there's there's 250 plus sites that you can generate oh, reviews gosh, on. Yeah. So what do you think are the most important well, ones? Well, I'm going to go with Google. I think Google, yeah. because I also think the ability to get a Google review is a lot higher just because of everyone has Gmail. Yep. Um, and I think Google just kind of dominates their king. I think that's, if you're going to focus, you know, if you had to pick one, you could pick one, but we don't have to pick one. And Facebook, Facebook's a big one. I think that's the other big one that people need to focus on. I always, always say is not everyone has a Gmail. A lot of that's people true. do. So I think through the review gen process, people get so hyper-focused on Google, they end up losing okay. out on say 10 or 15% of other reviews. Because if I get asked to leave a review on Google and I don't have a Gmail, it's I'm not, not going to set up a Gmail <laughs> yeah, just to leave happening. a review for you. It's already low conversion rates on review requests because people are so inundated. So give them another outlet. And it's something like, 85% of Americans have a Facebook page. So give them that outlet. So I think that's, and those two, I think are the most important to start. Um, it's been interesting. I think Yelp has really been tapering off in recent years because Ugh. Google's gotten so good at localized search. Yeah. Most people, they used to need to go on to Yelp 
and to find that information on localized search results. And now Google's got it all right there. So I think that's become way more important. Well, and here's the pain point too. We talked about physicians just, the thing with patient reviews is they're not going anywhere. You've said yeah. that before. And a lot of the times patients are more likely to leave a negative than a positive review. But that's why these review generation processes and automation work so well, because I feel that physicians kind of get to take back control of the patient review process. Yep, I agree. That way you're having all these reviews coming in positive. It overweighs the negative. I agree. And you're able to kind of take back control, but it's all automated and easy and simple. This no more of having them check in with the front desk and leave it at the front desk or give them a business card for them to then go home and find you online and then do it. You know, this is all about making it really easy and simple. And going back to where they're not going anywhere, I just think that we're going to see more and more of this through 2020 and over yeah. the next eight to 10 years is Google wants verified user generated content. It's kind of a push pull thing is the more that they can get people like patients doing the heavy lifting of providing verified information on businesses. So whether it's consumer related like retail stores, or in this case, it's patients for brick and mortar practices, that's what they want. They actually want to rely less on the practices information they're providing because it can be skewed in many different ways and may not be 100% accurate. But user information is verified from a source that's non-biased toward the practice. So I think that they're going to become even more prominent and important reviews are because it's the truth coming from somebody that's not employed by the practice. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And it's important. Uh, we are a healthcare marketing agency, so our review process is HIPAA. Yeah, HIPAA yeah regulated, which is very important. Which is important for any of you. I don't want to talk too much about reviews because I want to make sure we kind of get the full yeah. comprehensive view. And of make sure you're search. responding to your reviews. But going back to what you just said, and HIPAA you have to be very careful yes. with the HIPAA stuff. It is Google best practices that you should be responding to every single review. It shows that you're an engaged business Here owner. There we go. Okay. Um, which again, that's user generated content. They want to see that interaction. They want to see that content. They want to see um, the business being involved and answering questions. Now that they have a questions feature, a Q&A feature in your Google My Business, if you get asked a question, answer it. But again, going back to the reviews without getting weighing down in too much of the minutia of HIPAA, you just need to make sure that you A, are responding, but B, that you're being careful in your responses, very careful. And I have a social media, LinkedIn and YouTube video about yeah, we've talked about it a lot. HIPAA yep. responses. So make sure to check that out. Yeah, we can put it in the uh, podcast comments. So Justin, localized SEO is a huge deal for medical practices and is, regional sure. territories, yep. and especially ones that have more than one location. So you talked about kind of, you want to kind of wrap that up and, yeah, and absolutely. remind so everyone. It starts with your website. And website? if you're a hospital system or you're uh, a smaller organization with one or two locations, website structure needs to be thought through, needs to be planned out, and needs to include city identifiers. And you need to get individual location pages with all of that great information your name, address, and phone number, your Google My Business, maybe the team members for that location, interior and exterior photos of the location, all those kind of things on those pages. So the biggest thing is two things on your website, individual location pages, secondarily, but probably even more important long-term is whatever you wanna rank your Google My Business for, you need to make sure you have well thought out, dedicated information on your site. So if you're an orthopedic practice and you wanna rank your Google My Business page high for hip replacement near me, you need to have a hip replacement page on your website 
with all of that on-page optimization steps done, which I've done videos on. We've done a lot of content on what that page needs to look like to perform best. But those are the two biggest things. After that, it's your Google My Business, the other listings surrounding your Google My Business, which help reaffirm that that information is accurate, and reviews. Those are really the biggest components. And then, but last but not least, I don't want to forget, is leveraging local online places, sponsor community back events, opportunities. Yeah, backlinking opportunities, join your local chamber, contribute to local digital magazines, all of the uh, local digital newspapers, all of those kind of things. So those are kind of the, the some of the most important pillars of a very good localized strategy. It starts with your site and then you move offline and you focus or you move off of your site online and you focus more on those listings, reviews, content creation, those kind of and things. And then those contributing to yep. and then contributing backlinks and, yep. and local newspapers. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for joining us yeah, today, Justin. To be you on. guys, um, be sure to connect and follow with Justin on LinkedIn and other social media platforms. Justin talks yeah, let's a lot about digital marketing strategies, not only how you can implement them, but what the next steps look like. And of course, what does it look like moving forward after the implementation is done You in your first 90 days? How do we continue that momentum and continue to scale? So keep an eye out. We have another episode, of course, with Justin. He joins us pretty regularly. So again, check him out on LinkedIn. You can connect with him on Twitter. And you can also find us at entropy.com. And that is our healthcare marketing agency. And Justin is our fearless leader when it comes to delivering these marketing results for our physicians, medical practices, and hospitals. Thanks for listening today, everybody. Thank you for listening to today's latest episode of the Patient Convert Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review on your favorite podcast platform. We are on Apple, iTunes, Google, Stitcher, and Spotify, or you can sign up to receive the latest episode via email. Just check it out on my agency website or my personal website. And if you are looking for more amazing healthcare marketing information or just to engage, check us out at entropy.com. And for any of my amazing physician liaisons out there interested in growing their physician referrals or learning the strategies that it takes to build highly engaged physician referral networks, check out my website, kellynot.com, where I have free webinars, free downloads, and of course, my online physician liaison training course, Physician Liaison University. And as always, I'm a huge believer in connecting, engaging, and supporting one another. And the best way we can do that is networking. And I always, always connect with you guys on social media. And one of my biggest social media platforms is LinkedIn. So feel free to connect with me there on LinkedIn or Instagram or Twitter at Kelly Knott. And thank you guys again for listening to the Patient Convert Podcast with your host, Kelly Knott.